Hi, this is The Greatest Story Ever Played. I'm Dan. I'm Jordan. And today we're going to be talking about Sea of Solitude. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's, yeah, I'm just going to jump in the description before we get too far ahead of ourselves. Uh, when humans get too lonely, they turn into monsters, set sail across a beautiful and evolving world of darkness and light, and discover what it means to be human. All right. And little production background on the game. It's developed by uh, Joe Me Games. And I believe this is their first game. I couldn't see that they'd made anything else, but... I guess also a notable thing for this is it's part of the EA Originals program. So EA did a thing where they were, I think they still do it, but are involved with indie games. Basically, they like support them and help. That's cool. I don't know, provide a platform. So some ones that were a part of this were like Unravel, A Way Out, It Takes Two. Um, so I, I think it's probably providing some distribution and funding or something to make some of these indie games happen. So, cool. that Sea of Solitude uh, was part of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where EA is just trying to make money off the little guy. <laughs> Wouldn't be shocked. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I feel like, if anything, it's just maybe the only like good reputation thing for them. Yeah, seriously. Um, you know, instead of just making Madden again. <laughs> uh, yeah, Madden and... Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, there's some other game they make. Uh, maybe it's uh, just that. Or, I guess... All the sports games, really. Yeah. Well, NBA is 2K. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then I think they're going to probably start making college football again. Oh, yeah. Because people can make money now if they're... Yeah, I think that... name, image, and likeness. So. I, th- I think you're right. I think that'll come back. Yep. Um, Which, those games are fine, but more just yeah. EA feels lazy in that they make the same game yeah, it, each year. Yeah, it reminds me of like Call of Duty or something. Uh, like, there's ten new guns this time. We <laughs> took out ten of the old guns. <laughs> right, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like, it. I don't know. It, it's cool. It's fine, but it's not... um. It's not bringing something new to the table and can be lazy. Uh, where Oh, FIFA. That's maybe what you were thinking of. Yeah. I feel like that's a big EA yeah. sports game. <laughs> I saw one time, uh, this is tangent, sorry, everyone, but um, <laughs> about EA where FIFA, like, I don't know, 2014 came out and this guy was like, it's essentially the same game as 2013, so I'm putting my 2013 review out again because <laughs> I'm not, you know, if they're throwing the same thing out, I get to too. That's great. <laughs> Which I, I, I thought was pretty funny. Mm. It's like, that's a that's a good way to call attention to you didn't you didn't innovate on FIFA. It's exactly the same. You just put new paint on it. Yeah, I mean, I'm getting really down the rabbit, rabbit hole now, but yeah, at, at some point... You know, you've made 30 Madden games or, what, 20 Madden games. What new shit can you put in it? You know, like, you've probably done... I feel like at that point you're just going back, oh, let's do what we did 20 years ago and try that again, but with new graphics. Yeah. Like, okay, maybe, but it's not new. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. Good. But, That's cool that you helped none, <laughs> in some way make this game possible. Yeah, I, I'm glad that whatever they did to have uh, CS Solitude happen, though, and the, these other games, like, we played a little bit of a way out uh, mm-hmm. before COVID, and then they haven't gone back, but... I liked what we played of that. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes two, one game of the year last year, so it's like oh, that's, wow. you know, that's supporting indie games that are making a difference. So I'm glad that this is part of us, and glad we got to play Sea of Solitude, and it's available in a bunch of places because of that. Yeah. Um. So all right, into the game itself. Uh, like we do, say we should talk a little bit about some non-spoilers for this game uh, <laughs> before we dive in. So, uh, what do you have kind of off rip? Yeah. So one thing that was apparent very quickly was the the art style and the colors i guess which is part of the art style but like the dark and darkness and then like the light colors and stuff i really enjoyed that um art style is very fun it was kind of cartoony um but as we'll 
maybe you'll say a little bit. It's it wasn't like a just happy go lucky cartoony by any means, but it was like a cool cartoony, really vibrant colors. Yeah, um, I liked the setting, um, like the scenery. So I think all around like a very pretty game mm-hmm. and like up my alley as far as like style. Yeah, I thought they did a really good job too, like you described where. Um... When an area gets cleared, essentially, it can go from more of a dark area to a light area mm-hmm. and seeing it sort of transform um, in this, like, I don't know, flooded city sort of thing that you're mm-hmm. engaging through. Really cool. Like, they, I agree, really, really nailed that. Yeah, for sure. And then even there's, like, spots where you're not on the, there's a boat you can get on and you're not in the boat. It's all dark around you, but then they like the boat's got a little light thing on it. Mm-hmm. Then when you get on the boat, everything looks light because you're looking through the light. So it was like that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. They did a lot of stuff like that that I don't want to say too much about, but um, yeah. So I thought that was really well done. Yeah, I agree. I think one thing for me is I don't know if this just happens to be like I don't know the the time that I played it or whatever, but I feel like this was one of the more intense or like scary games that we've played uh, on this show. Not that I haven't played horror. It wasn't that it was necessarily terrifying all the time. Mm -hmm. Or like, you know, we play intense emotional games pretty often on this show. Mm -hmm. But for whatever reason, this one really struck a chord for me where I had to play it in doses, basically. Like, (laughs) I'd play like a half hour at a time, and I'm like, man, I feel kind of tired. I got to stop. Yeah, it's a good nap. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, it it just hit me. And for whatever reason, it worked. Um... On that avenue of, like, the intensity that Kay was going through, through this whole thing. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, like, um, I don't feel like this is a huge reveal, but it's part of your, um, the way you play this game is you interact with various people. And those can function as levels in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, and so when I play, if I, like, finished a level, I'm like, I'm, I don't have enough bandwidth to go to the next level. Like, uh-huh. I feel tired. Yeah. Um, and so I had to play in doses, which I was surprised to just be that impacted, because... I think when I looked this game up, I was like, oh, cool. Emotional, intense game. Sweet. Mm-hmm. That's kind of our thing. Done that before. Done that before. Oh, it's two hours? This is going to be great. I'm going to spend yeah. a Sunday afternoon and do this. Mm-hmm. And then when I started playing, I was like, oh, this is the opposite. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know. That was cool to have happen, but, um, mm-hmm. yeah, that yeah. certainly stood out for me. Yeah, so maybe on the flip side, I did play this in one sitting. Um, maybe because I'm just not in touch with my emotions. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Like, oh, why are they feeling things? That's stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I don't get it. (laughs) That's the point. That leads me to my next point, um, which I'm not going to say too much about, but there's some good, like, symbolism. I don't even know what the word I'm trying to say is. It's metaphorical, I guess. A lot of stuff that happens in the game, it's deeper and important. So, I like that. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I agree. I thought they did a really good job. With that of the reveals of what those things are and um, I don't know how it's being experienced in this game. How we went through it as, as opposed to, you know, what it goes for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, one thing I, I think worth noting uh, here too for people if you haven't picked this game up is it's super glitchy on PS5 mm-hmm. uh, if you have a PS5. Um like, when I was playing, the buildings were flashing in and out of existence. Yeah. Like, enough so that it, like, gave me a headache and I had to stop playing. Um, and in fairness to Sea of Solitude, it actually did give a warning that said, like, when you logged in, they were like, some things may not work on PS5. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I think what I had read before was, like, 
I don't know, 95% of PS4 games work on PS5. Which is surprising. That, but this happens to be one of the ones that doesn't. Yeah. Um, fortunately, I still have my PS4, so I just played on that. Um, and it all worked out, and it worked great there, and all of yeah. that. But, um, yeah, it gives a warning, though, if you try to play. Hey, you know, some things may not work. And really, I would say the game is broken, and you shouldn't play it on PS5. So don't do that. Yeah. It. I looked at some videos before I played it. I, I played on Switch. So um, that worked great but yeah as far as the videos go it looks unplayable like you could maybe play it but you'd have to just guess a lot of times we were going which as we'll talk about later not a good not a good route to go no yeah yeah i was surprised it just like yeah really gave me a headache and i Mm -hmm. felt kind of nauseous and i was like well all right um and so then i think the next day i tried to get on again and be like maybe it was something weird that loaded with the ps5 but it was that way again and i was like all right can't play this here let's see if i can do it on ps4 <laughs> mm-hmm. ps4 it worked fine so i was like okay good i'm glad this game because i'd never heard the game was broken so it was just in this one yeah, context you, you gave me the heads up and i like googled some googled some about it and it seems pretty standard across the board people that play it on ps5 have that experience yeah so, so uh, avoid that yeah so yeah avoid that ps4 it worked great you said it worked great on switch mm-hmm. um so sounds like there's options i imagine it's good on steam I haven't heard anything otherwise, so just seems like don't play it on PS5. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's really all I've got before diving into some uh, spoilers and all that. Yep, I'm, I'm all good, too. All right, sweet. Um, all right, spoilers. Uh, we're, we're heading in uh, with our recap. So um, our game opens up with uh, our character, Kay. Um, and she's on a boat in the middle of a dark sea. So like Jordan described, where you first, like, get into the boat you have like um, a lantern around you and then it's just dark sea mm-hmm. all around um which already feels like isolating and scary just to immediately begin the game yeah and the boat's really small too so it's not like you're on a yacht it's a wooden rowboat right i guess that's yeah it's small yeah really tiny um so you don't yeah you feel vulnerable in your boat even like you know you're you know you're safe because you're not in the water, but not you don't feel much better than that. Yeah. Um, so then you see a light in the distance and you head towards it uh, in your boat. Uh, when you get there, you meet a girl who brings light to an area. And she's like floating. Um, she's bright. Mm-hmm. She like says hi um, and then like does something. And the scenery around you fades out of black. It becomes bright. Um, and you, you kind of start exploring where to go here. You get introduced to, uh, one of your main mechanics, which is if you shoot a flare, it will direct you where to go. Mm -hmm. So you'll shoot it and it'll just head off to where you need to be. Yeah. Which right here has been mostly following, uh, this, uh, girl who flies. Yep. And then at some point she disappears, um, yeah, she disappears, and then you have to, like, find her, essentially. And then from there, you get into the first little area. Yeah, yep. So this first area, I would say, functions as a lot of learning how this game works. Mm-hmm. So you, like, take your boat to, like, a little dock area. You get out. You walk around. There might be a button you press or a thing you find that opens up more area to go to, mm-hmm. basically. So you sort of puzzle your way through stuff. Um, there are two things you can also find 
as you're walking around. One are seagulls, so you go to where like a seagull's sitting, and you'll say shoo to it, and it'll fly up in the air, and it'll give you sort of an aerial view of the map for like five seconds. Mm-hmm. So it kind of gives you an idea of where you are, where things are, and you get a counter that there's like, I don't know, 40 seagulls you yeah, can you shoo. Can collect them all. Yeah. Um, yeah, then like it says here, there's like messages in the bottle that kind of give you little background on what's kind of going on like lower almost mm-hmm. not necessarily but that's kind of the, the, the point of it there's no like hidden bottles you collect and get an idea of characters and where you're at and stuff yeah and it can give yeah give you idea of where you're at or advice you know like i think there are things that'll be like oh like you know don't go at it like this or do this like it'll, it'll give you some thoughts occasionally did you like find a bunch of them i only found well, I mean, I, I saw a bunch, but I feel like I was on my way to get them. I found, like, 20, okay. maybe. I, I probably found, like, half of them. Okay. I didn't, like, try to find them, but if I saw one, I'd go get it. Yeah. Kind of sense. thing. Um, so I ended up finding a fair amount, um, which ended up being cool as it, like, went, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, but, yeah, I feel like, like you said, mostly lore kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Here, also, kind of after learning some of those mechanics, you also meet the first monster. Basically, like, just shits on you. And says, like, okay, you're a fuck up, you fuck everything up kind of deal. And it's like a... Like a shell monster. Yeah. It's like a a monster in a big, like, crab shell. Like, Mm -hmm. what are those called? Those crabs that people have as pets? Oh. You know what I'm talking about? Um, That have the shells. Hermit crab. Okay, it's yeah, like yeah, a yeah. hermit crab monster. Yeah. And at this point, I started to get kind of suspicious. Like, oh, that kind of seems like our character, but big and monster version. And she's, like, saying mean things about us, but it's also us saying the mean things about us. So yeah. it kind of gets a little, like, Inception-y, you know? Yeah, yeah. It felt like it was self-critical from, mm-hmm. from the monster. You know, like, it was about you, but the kind of things you negatively say about yourself yeah. sort of thing. So it was like a personification of her internal mm-hmm. f- hatred of herself or something like that. Right. Yep. So this is where you kind of get, to, you start to kind of see like what the game's a little bit about here is like, I mean, you get the name Sea of Solitude mm-hmm. and you start to get some like the, I don't know, interpersonal things that go on with Kay. Yep. Also, you get introduced to clearing corruption here. Um, so there are little like spaces you'll move the light around basically yeah. Um, it's like little, like, floating, glowy, orby things that are, like, covered in black smoke, almost. Right. And yeah. y- you basically, like, swish your controller around, and yeah. it, like, clears the corruption. Mm-hmm. And then when it's light, you can use the light to essentially open up an area. Mm-hmm. Um, is sort of how it works. Um, then, uh, from here, you have a, a section where uh, you've cleared the area, now there's, like... I think a little island thing you can get to, but you have to jump in the water and swim there before the monster gets you uh, in the water, which is terrifying. Well, I think it's a different monster. The, oh yeah, the, this is like the... This is the swim monster. The shark monster, essentially. Yeah, so so far that's the second monster we've, we've seen. Right. Yeah, it's a giant, like, black... All the monsters are, like, um, black shapes that look like certain kind of animals or something. Yeah. Yeah, and this one for sure. So the first one's a hermit crab. This one's for sure like a shark. Yeah. 
and it it sort of swims like a shark where it will swim in a pattern like mm-hmm. making sure you can't do things yeah and this is sort of your main monster through the game yeah it's always there and it's pretty terrifying yeah like there's this i forget what it's called but there's this specific fear of being in large bodies of water with like things swimming beneath you and if you have that fear this game will <laughs> fucking ruin you because <laughs> that was a lot of my it's like ah, i don't want to get in the water <laughs> I, I, you know you have to but it's pretty pretty that part was pretty terrifying i agree yeah and when you get eaten like if you yeah, fail at it the i ate once and i was like i'm not doing that again oh i got eaten many times not like every time i got in the water but oh. It definitely happened quite a few times as I was figuring the game out and where to go. Yeah. Um, I was just so... I think I sat there, like, the first time I have to jump in the water. I think I sat there for a few minutes. I was like, oh, when's the perfect time to jump in? And I think I actually made it the first time. I can't remember. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, you... Um, so when you jump in and this happens, you have to swim fast enough, but you have to time it well where, like, the water will be going up and down. So the mm-hmm. platform you want to go to is going up and down. The shark swims in, like, a circle pattern. So you don't want them too close because they obviously are much bigger and faster than you. So if you've got a head start, if you don't have enough of one, you're going to get eaten. Yeah, and what, it, what it'll do is it'll like throw you in the air and then jump vertically and then just eat you. <laughs> um, and, Tons of fun. And then you restart to where you were. But mm-hmm. um, getting eaten sucks. Mm-hmm. Not enjoyable. Um, so... Uh, yeah, I would say that overall encompasses the first area. It mostly shows you how to play mm-hmm. and introduces you to monsters. Yeah, shows you some basics. Mm-hmm. So, next kind of section once we get out of here is, I would say, maybe the longest chapter in the game, it felt like to me. Uh, yeah, Sam, you're in the school for a long time. Yeah. Um, and so this one is focused on a uh, flying monster or a bird monster. Bird monster. Um, <laughs> and, uh, we find out as it goes on that this bird monster represents Sonny. Mm-hmm. Um, who's your brother? Who's your Kay's brother? brother? Yeah. Who's Kay's brother. And so at first you kind of start out just trying to follow the bird monster. So you like try to engage with it and it says like, you know, you never listen to me and then it runs away and you keep trying to kind of follow it. Um, you... As you, like, get closer, you'll hear snippets of conversation that had happened in Kay's real life. Mm -hmm. So this is something that's kind of interesting that shows up that starts here for the first time, I think. And then we get throughout the game is you'll have your interactions between... uh, Oh, also Kay looks like a monster. Yeah, I think Uh, she is technically. Kay looks kind of like a zombie, basically. I would say, like... Or or the girl from The Ring. (laughs) Yeah, she's like... All black with, like, uh, fur, black fur on her back or something, I forget. And then it's, like, red eyes, I think. Yeah. Some kind of colored eyes. Yeah, so she doesn't, she doesn't look great in this, but then, you know, the monsters being these sort of people combined with an animal monster. Yeah, and much bigger. She's, like, a normal-sized person. Yeah. Compared to the Um, external monsters. Yeah, so, you know, a large portion of this game is interacting on the what-you-can-see field. Kay, looking how she looks, interacting with Sunny the bird monster, or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then, also, there'll be parts where you essentially walk into, like, memories of things that happened before the Sea of Solitude, that happened uh, in real life kind of thing, and you'll hear these interactions. 
And so you'll get snippets of conversation where it might be only a few sentences, but then kind of as you go through the level, you get more sentences either from that specific interaction or from other interactions like it. And so getting sort of a more full picture of the relationship between Kay and the person involved in this. Um, so you, you do this, um, you go, I, I think this is where you enter maybe the school. Yeah. Um, and you have ghosts you have to get back, get past to attack you. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to kind of uh, outsmart them with how you sneak. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also some you engage where you like shoot the flare and then you can turn them from a bad monster to a good, bad ghost to a good ghost. Yeah. And there's parts where you can turn them into just like vaporize them. Yeah. So you have to like draw them into like the light areas and you shoot the flare at the light and then it turns on and they go away. Yeah. And then there's times when they turn good. Yeah. They turn from spooky black ghosts to clearish, shining ghosts. Yeah. Uh, which is cool. Mm-hmm. I, I actually liked this section of gameplay a bit. I thought it was kind of fun. Very puzzly. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess all the sections have puzzles. Yeah. Th- this was the puzzles I think I enjoyed some of the most. Just of the, like, gameplay-wise. Not the content, but... Um, <laughs> you like to be scared off. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought how it was playing was was good. What you get um, as kind of the big interaction from Sunny in this, as you get more and more revealed, is Sonny's getting bullied at school, and he tries to talk to Kay about it. I think, like, multiple times. Yeah, and I think maybe this, like, final interaction is the one that, like, maybe haunts her the most, and so it's, like, the final one. And there's this part where he's like, you know, my friends, like, you know, do things that they say are joking, but it, like, hurts me, but what's wrong with me for not getting the joke? Like, am I weird? And Kay's just texting her boyfriend Mm -hmm. and not listening, and then it's like, oh, this is silly. Oh, you were talking about your friends? Oh, go have fun with them. And he's like, oh, you weren't listening. Like, Mm -hmm. it's so sad. Yeah, it's very sad. Uh, This was, I think, the saddest of the the monsters. Yeah, I agree. This one, um, yeah, just really bummed me out just because mm-hmm. it's, it, it's so, that sucks. Like, he's like, maybe I'm wrong. I want to, like, try to open up and then to just have someone ignore you mm-hmm. who you think cares about you. And it does care about you. I don't think Kate doesn't. But yeah. she um, still is being shitty. Yeah. Um, also, there's this part, I don't know what you think Is about... Is in the school gym? Yeah. Do you think that Sonny gets raped? I don't think so. I mean, they talk about, like... There was just a part where they're like... Pull your pants down. Pull his pants down. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, don't be a baby, kind of thing. And I'm like, did they, like... I I don't know. My I wonder that, but I think it was more like... They kept saying, oh, you're a girl. You're a girl. They prove you're not a girl, and like uh, he pulled his, and they made him some pull his pants down. So I, I don't know. You don't see anything, obviously. Right. So I kind of wonder if that was the extent of it. So that, it's more just incredibly, it's still degrading and embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, still abusive. But not physically raped, but like yeah, mentally sure. No, it, yeah, horrible either way. Yeah. But as it was going, I was like, Jesus Christ! Yeah. Like this, like, is, this is fucked. <laughs> this is so fucked. Yeah. Um. All of it is, either way, if it wasn't that, if, if it's like what you mm-hmm. described. Either way, so fucked up. Yeah. And and super fucked up for Kay as she kind of goes through this and realizes kind of what had gone on. It's like, I, I accidentally ignored you and, you know, a lot of bad shit happens. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you after this part at the gym too you hear kind of the full story um and you clear all the corruption uh this one's intense in the gymnasium too because there's probably like 30 bully ghost um and you have to clear the corruption three times Mm -hmm. and so it's it's pretty intense like you you like send the flare you have to run and get it but not get killed and then like run basically up to the diving board or whatever to like yeah um, be away enough to have it count like it, it's intense yeah um but ultimately after clearing the corruption sunny turns into a light boy um kind a of boy. <laughs> yeah kind of like uh the the girl the glowy girl who we saw at the beginning mm-hmm. he becomes like that and um he's no longer the bird monster mm-hmm. and you try to follow him and he hops onto this like yacht and you try to like follow him um but you can't and when you get up to it there's sort of like this barrier Mm -hmm. where you can't like get into the boat but then also there seems to be like um like he can't he's speaking gibberish you can't understand him or vice versa but then also almost like a field that like he doesn't even notice you yeah kind of thing um and so you like try to follow him, um, and you can't, and it just leads you to the next area. Yeah, it's it's almost like because um, I think Kay makes some comment about like I could understand you when you were the, the bird monster or whatever she says. No, I can't. And so it kind of starts to hint at like, well, Kay's still a monster, and he's not. She's got to like get over, not get over, but come to terms with, heal from whatever her stuff before she can interact with him. Yeah, I think is I think is what. The, the idea was behind that. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, after unbeing, uh, being unable to continue following Sunny, it leads you to your next area, and um, you meet your next monsters, which uh, I've dubbed Water Monster. Octopus Monster. <laughs> yeah, that's better. And the then, water Monsters are short. Well, I guess they're all, they're all Water Monsters except Sunny. Uh, lizard Monster. Oh, yeah, true. Chameleon I, Monster. Yeah, I was going to say that one looked like a... Yeah. Look chameleon guy. Um, those are Mom and Dad. Mm-hmm. You, like, get there, and you try to talk to Mom, who's the octopus. She, like, yells at you, and then Dad, who's the lizard, yells back, and she basically is like, you deal with him. Mm -hmm. And so you have to go deal with your dad, the lizard monster. To get there, you climb up, like, destroyed buildings um, and have to swim between them doing the scary swimming we talked about earlier. Um, This scenery is different. Um, In before, like, the cities we see have been brightened up and they're mm-hmm. nice and functional. So this one's pretty different. Yeah, it's like destroyed towers and mm-hmm. it's like a third world country got hit with an earthquake. Yeah. That's the scenery versus, I don't know, like a really trendy, cool town that you'd want to live in was like the first the first part. Yep. Yeah. So difference there. Um, you start off kind of the first section is you see the beginning of your mom and dad's relationship when they start dating when they were i don't know in college or whatever you know at first you 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 see the love between them you see the interest in each other wanting to build a life wanting to start a family mm-hmm. all that stuff like one a comment in there that stood out to me was um the dad says something probably too early on of like oh you'd be the kind of person i'd want to start a family with yeah or, yeah something about having kids with her yeah like, it's like bro it's the first date <laughs> yeah um <clears throat> And so you, you get to see that. Um, but then as you progress, you see dad become more distant. Um, and you start to see him be like pretty dejected and be like, you know, we tried everything. Um, 
he blames uh, mom, the mom for them having kids. He was like, you thought kids would fix things, and I knew it would make things worse, and now things are worse. Mm-hmm. Like, And you, you can just see him basically like give up and like mm-hmm. r- really blame basically everyone but him for what's going on or like you know you wanted a nice life so i had to work really hard to get this spot and so it's not my fault i'm unavailable because i have to provide like it's it's that kind of shit yeah, he, he wouldn't have spelled it out that way but he said the same thing finger pointy yeah victimy yeah for sure um along the way too um you see a house that mom bought to uh, <laughs> try to save the family. You never which buy was... a house for someone without them knowing, especially when it's their money. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. And, and like that just made him dig in worse. Like she, she tried to help in probably a faulty way, I would say. But mm-hmm. um, you know that just made him worse. Like, why would you do this? We have a house. We blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And so again, you just see her. I would say imperfectly, but trying to save their relationship and him basically being like, we did all the things and I give up Mm -hmm. and rejecting her, Um, which was hard to see. That also sucked. Um, Ultimately, this one works out in Kay being able to clear the corruption and it saves them Mm -hmm. and they go on to the boat with Sonny as well. Same thing happens as before. You try to follow. You can't catch them, but it does lead you to your kind of next area. Mm-hmm. The last boss. Well, uh, sort of second to last boss. Yeah. But, yeah, the wolf monster, Jack, the boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, you get a new scenery when mm-hmm. you meet here. Um, you go to an ice area, so this is pretty different. Um, and you meet Jack, who's a giant wolf. Mm-hmm. Uh, a giant white wolf. And something interesting is you recognize him immediately. Uh, with Sonny, you're like, who's this monster? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's Sonny. And with mom and dad, same thing. You don't realize it's them at first. Mm-hmm. Um, but with Jack, you see him and you're like, Jack! Oh my gosh. Um, and so you run and like hug him because you're excited to see him. Mm-hmm. And when you do, a piece of uh, his... Ice shell. Ice shell essentially breaks off. His face, yeah. Um, and so he has sort of like a half of his face is shown mm-hmm. as if a mask broke kind of thing. And he runs away and he says, why did you hurt me? Yeah, and underneath it's like the black monster, yep. red eye mm-hmm. thing. Um, so you, similar to Sonny, you're trying to kind of follow him mm-hmm. and engage with him uh, and help him. And be like, you know, I didn't mean to hurt you. Again, similarly, you're getting little snippets of, uh, you know, real world, their relationship. So you see things where um, Jack basically withdraws real hard. Like they're at a party um, and he just leaves without saying anything. Kay asks about it and he's like, no one cares about me. You don't care about me. Like I'm going through things. And you see that basically like he feels isolated and alone. And then he makes himself that way yeah. and feels that way more. And he's just really, like, caught in this uh, cycle for himself. Yeah, very bad spirally cycle. Yeah. Um, 
on the way to find him, um, the glowy girl gets corrupted. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and she gets fangs. I feel like she looks like something from like the Nightmare Before she Christmas. Purple too, like uh, her clothes turn purple. Yeah, she, she looks like something from like Nightmare uh-huh. Before Christmas or something like Jesse's vampire skeleton guy. Yeah, frightening. Yeah. Um, and she starts like screaming and screeching at you. Mm-hmm. I forget what she says, but I don't remember like, that kind of nonsense. Yeah. Um, Again, you get more into Jack. Uh, another thing that happens is when he's when Kay's showing concern for him, he's throwing it back at her and being like, "You're selfish." Like, mm-hmm. um, there's I think a time where Kay calls and she's like, "You haven't said anything in 14 days. I thought you died. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm so concerned about you." And he's like, "So you only care because I didn't talk to you. You don't care about me." And it's yeah. like. He's just really down. Yeah. He's he's really spiraled. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, can't even see the concern Kay has about him. Mm-hmm. Um, um, from here... I think there's a couple of times you, like, go and try to console him and you keep breaking pieces of his face or something off. That's right. So then, I th- yeah, I think you get to a point where he's, like, cornered. Somewhere, and then there's like three pieces or four pieces of his ice face or armor or whatever. Uh huh. They're all guarded by like the floaty fang girls. Yeah. Which this part was kind of annoying, because if you so you have to go and pick the thing up, and then if they they chase you down and they're pretty fast, they're, I think they're faster than you are. So you have to like be strategic with how you. You have to hop. Yeah. You have you have to just jump the whole time. And if they touch you, they take it back to the starting point. So it's like. Yeah. It was. I. This took me a little bit of time. Yeah, this is the part in the game where I was frustrated yeah. with the gameplay. Just because, you know, like, you could jump the whole game, and you never really did. Mm-hmm. And in this one, you really had to, which I, you know, I never really thought about it. I ended up looking up on YouTube how to do it to make sure. Because I was like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? I keep getting caught. Um, cause I got caught a lot, too. Because there was the one before this where, like, there's that wall, and they can float over the wall to get you. On, like when you, um, it's the first ice piece you get before the three, mm-hmm. where you melt a wall to be able to get to that final section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but there's a part where there's three of them, and you take the ice peaks and you go off running, and there's uh, a cavern that looks like a sea, and when you go to the second side, they just hop over. Oh yeah, they can fly because they're fucking ghosts. Um, but if you run, you just keep getting caught. So I did that a few times and got stuck and had to look up how to get... Mm-hmm. But then once I could figure out the jumping thing, it was fine. Yeah, this was like the only... Yeah, real part was like, I don't like this puzzle. Mm-hmm. Because that point it wasn't really a puzzle per se. It was more of like, oh, can you outrun the ghost? Right, yeah. It wasn't being smart. It was, um... Mm-hmm. It was something else. Yeah. Which I, I, I didn't like because this game hasn't been that really. Like... Mm-hmm. If this game was that, it would. Be, I think I could have got down with it a little bit more. But even that you could defeat, you know, different ghosts or bad guys before, and this is one where you can't. Mm-hmm. You just have to outrun them. And I, yeah. I don't know. I didn't like it. I felt like it was too focused on gameplay for a game that isn't about that. Yeah. Like, you know, whatever. It's Not, a story. Yeah. It, it, it's been all these other things. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that was a part I didn't like as much. But, um Ultimately, you do that, though, right? You take the ice pieces, and um, you save the monster, um, like you have with the ones previous. 
But this time, um, Jack doesn't, you know, get on a boat and leave like yeah. everyone else does. Instead, he says, we need to take some time to figure ourselves out, um, you know. So it's sort of a, a bitter, yeah. sweet kind of thing. Like, okay, Jack, you might have helped Jack, but you're still alone. He doesn't want... he And and not that he is, I don't know, headed off on the boat towards paradise. He just kind of rejects you and is going to go solve himself. Yeah, which probably won't work. Yeah, so <clears throat> kind of rough. Mm-hmm. Um, at this, upon Jack kind of rejecting you, uh, Kay goes into isolation. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of from Jack's direction, but then you see Kay very much sense this, um, where she feels really alone. And the scenery around you makes you feel that way, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it, just the aloneness that Kay is in um, really gets shown here, which is interesting, because she's been alone the whole game, really. But here, it's abundantly yeah. clear. Yeah, it's like, I forget where you end up. Some island, right? It's like I think you're right. Island. I think you're right. And, yeah, it definitely is not, there's no light. It's, yeah, it's very dark and cold feeling. Yeah. Too. Mm-hmm. Um, then, uh, you do get kind of reunited with the glowy girl. Mm-hmm. Um. She apologizes for. Yeah. Turning into an evil mess. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's interesting because Kay is like weighed down at this point by everything that's gone on. Oh, I forgot about that. And yeah. so. Your bag. Your bag, she's, she's like slown down, like. She's slow. So, like, if you try to jump in the water, you're not fast enough because you're so heavy. Mm-hmm. And so, Glowy says, you know, I can help you out. <laughs> yeah. I can help you out. Um, you know, I can carry your burden. Oh, yeah, because at this point, too, the shark monster's, like, actively trying to eat you. Yeah, hunting you, like, just wherever you are, they're there kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, we forgot to mention this. It's like every time we mentioned, like, clearing the corruption, you would suck it into your backpack. Mm-hmm. So over the course of the game, like you just mentioned, your backpack sounds fucking huge and full of bad corruption, which I assume is like thoughts, feelings, negativity, whatever. Right. So now, now you kind of see more of the, the metaphorical that Kay's been helping people then sort of taking it on herself. Yeah. And she's like, I can't do anything with this stuff. Yeah. Really weighed down by it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's something that's good about a good point too. Um, When you talk with Jack, he's like, oh, that's cute. You have your backpack. And you're like... I have a backpack. Um, yeah. um, and so that kind of thing of that you can be carrying so much with you and not even realize it. Yeah. And she has this and really up until this point where Glowy's like, I can help you with this. Um, and so you basically like shoot the flare at her. Mm-hmm. The weight goes to her for a short amount of time. A couple seconds. Yeah. yeah. And that can give you, give you time to like jump across something or do a quick swim or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you do this um, kind of through uh, through the island. I think you climb up a tower. Yeah. Um, and then I think you finally see water that's like good water. I think what I think you like beat the shark monster somehow. I think you like give it. Remember the shell monster? Yeah. I think somehow you, like, help that monster, and then it gets really small, and then that monster is like, okay, feed me to the shark monster. I'll, like, take care of it. And then, I don't know what happens with that, but, like... That's right. The shark Um, monster eats that monster, and then... That's right. You're right. 
because you get you you've been doing the burden thing back and forth and you mm-hmm. finally reach a spot where the burden thing still won't be enough that you can't send it to glowy and be able to make it far enough mm-hmm. um and the shell monster says hey this is what we're gonna do i'm mm-hmm. gonna get sacrificed that's gonna give you enough time because the shark monster will be distracted with me and you'll do this and you're like no i don't want to do that and like, no we've got to mm-hmm. and then you do it and then you're right and then shark monster is gone and the water is good yeah um and so you jump into the good water you see an island in the distance and you swim towards it um and you get there and when you get onto this island k becomes light mm-hmm. um just like we saw with sunny and her mom and dad she's not the monster we saw her was before you start walking across this island you see the credits start rolling um like in the ocean you can see them and then you walk to your like final location in the center of the island and then mm-hmm. it's just sea of solitude mm-hmm. um so you assume it's she's reunited with her family and like everything's good yeah yep um okay so that's it <laughs> that is sea of solitude so all right general thoughts uh what do you got yeah so um I guess I have two very general thoughts. Mm-hmm. So I overall, aside from like we mentioned the last one, I really liked the puzzles. Yep. Um, they weren't necessarily really hard or complicated, but they were, it was cool just the way they were super relevant to the situation at hand. Mm-hmm. So like the school, you're like avoiding these bully ghosts. Like, oh, that makes sense. And mm-hmm. how it fit was cool. And then in the um, second one with the, you're, you're like climbing the tower to your dad's office, I think. Mm-hmm. And there's like these heaters that like turn on. It seems like he's like screaming. Yeah. He's like, oh, that he's like angry and like pissed. Like that makes sense. And then the, I get the I get the symbolism of like the the wolf one with Jack, but I I found it annoying. But overall, I, I really like the puzzles and like solving them. I think was enjoyable and interesting. Yeah, that's it. I I think I agree with that overall. Um, I. Before I wrote down, um, like right after playing, I was like, I think I would have preferred it to be more of a walking sim. Mm-hmm. But I think that mostly had to do with the jack puzzles. I think I just did. Yeah. The, I think that that annoyed me more than I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right. I did really enjoy the other one. So I think that maybe I wish they would have just dialed back that one. Yeah. Um, it just made a difference somehow. I don't know what they would have done. but I think I would have been fine even if you didn't get... Like, if they couldn't take it back and unless you, like, really fuck up or, like, something like that. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I could have been down with that because the idea of, like, taking the pieces that break off, like, I could get into that. Mm-hmm. Um, but just how it played out. I didn't like it. I felt like it took the game it distracted from its main focus of, mm-hmm. like, these emotions and these things and this story. And it made it focus in on this puzzle that's not a puzzle it's a gameplay thing. I, I don't know. I didn't like yeah. that. It it didn't feel right. And so because it being annoying, I felt like it really pulled away from some of that main part mm-hmm. that it has, which, yeah. Um, because, yeah, I feel like for this game, 100%, the selling point is like the story you're going through with these people. Mm-hmm. Like that's the metaphorical aspects. Yeah. That's like mm-hmm. the important thing in this game. Yeah. Um, I guess I have another thought that's, Sort of related to that. So I really, I really enjoyed, like, Sony ended up being cool and Kay helped him and, like, it seems like they repaired their relationship. Kay repaired their relationship with her parents. That was really cool. And I liked, actually, how it did not end on a happy note with Jack. 
Mm-hmm. I think that was kind of realistic. Like, you know, you can't... You know, really, it'd be nice if you could solve every problem just by talking through things, and you probably can't most. But then you run into someone who's, like, unwilling to receive help or move forward or whatever. So I kind of liked that it did it did reflect reality to some extent. Like, you can't you can't reach everyone. You can't talk to everyone. You can't talk through things with everyone. Someone's just going to be like, no, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. So I think it was kind of realistic and in some ways cool that they didn't just be like, oh, this ended happy too. Like, it's everything's perfect 100%, which I think would have gone against the idea of the game as a whole, you know, which is kind of like people are broken. Uh, taking things on yourself is difficult, whatever. So I, I think it was it was interesting, and I like how they did that. Yeah, that is a good point that you can't you can't fix everything. Like that's you just can't. That's not realistic. That's not reasonable. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I guess with that though, you can't do it all yourself, right? That K, yeah, the end, yep. K mm-hmm. having to carrying all these burdens and all of that, like having to share that or mm-hmm. be able to forgive herself. Yeah. You know that you couldn't. You know you couldn't solve everything, and that's okay. But you can do things, and that matters. And yeah. All of that. Yeah. Um, and, and I think there's a point, too, at the very end about, like, letting it go. Like, I think that was an aspect, like, she was most hurt, obviously, by Jack being like, ah, mm-hmm. I'm done, or whatever he said. It's like, just letting letting that go at some point. Mm-hmm. It's like, not just holding on to the anger or whatever she was holding on to. I think that was part of also the shark eating the, the yeah. crab monster. And yeah. Also, I think they threw, Kate threw the backpack onto the crab monster, so the shark ate it. I think that's what, like, destroyed the shark. Yeah. That had negativity or whatever it was. Yeah. No, that, yeah, that's good. Um, Yeah, I thought thought that was pretty cool. Um, A thing I felt like, I don't don't know if you've played this game, but this to me felt sort of like the evil version of Journey, almost. (laughs) Um, Journey has a bit of this, you don't get the voice acting or, like, the story things, but it's sort of a walking sim where you're going through this, like, desert area instead Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't know, just going through experiences and stuff like that. But, mm-hmm. um, I would say it's a lot more positive experiences overall, um, stuff like that. I don't know. It, it felt similar to me in some uh-huh. ways. This one, um, I guess evil version might not be, it's not evil in the end. Dark version? Yeah. Maybe dark version would be better. Yeah. Um, cause I guess it's not evil. <laughs> not, no one, no one in this is evil. Yeah, Jack's kind of evil. <laughs> but they're they're all uh, yeah dark. I think that's the right yeah. word for sure. Dark or complicated? Well, I'm sure the journey's complicated. Yeah, journey real, has some complicated real? stuff. Just realistic. I don't know. No, yeah, I I think that this really reflected people well. Yeah, people I think are complex that, and have problems. You know? Yeah, and I think that this did a really good job of that because <laughs> I think in a lot of games people could feel maybe more like characters than people. Like this feels very. Mm-hmm. I I'm, I'm, I imagine that the people that made this game like this reflects real interactions that they've had with real people, like yeah. in in some manners or pieces of it, you know, like just because this stuff felt so like how you would interact with people that yeah. you know or someone you know would interact with, or you know, like mm-hmm. it, it felt way more that than like these are characters, like it yeah. it felt more real than that, and I think they mm-hmm. uh, both in what happened and how they talked about it, like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Definitely felt very authentic. Yeah, they, they definitely seemed like real-life situations. And actually, thinking about it, I think the creator of the game mentioned something about experiencing... I don't know if this is based on his life or her life. Okay. Um, but 
I think it, at the beginning of the game it mentioned this the creator's experiences have had influenced this game and like you know that's right. So I don't know what it, that means exactly. We could probably figure it out, but yeah, I wonder if this is almost their their story. Yeah, to some extent. I wonder if there's. I bet there's uh, interviews that would be good yeah. to look into. I have to check that. That would be cool. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> to some extent dramatized, but but unless uh, I they probably did have to swim away from a shark monster. <laughs> that part's the real part. That's no. it's the only real part. No, but uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of things though that like. Yeah, no, that that makes sense. But this was a cool game. I'm yeah. glad we played this. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, this was a good one. I'm definitely glad we played this. Mm-hmm. That's one of the cool things about the podcast is I would have probably never played this before. Mm-hmm. But, oh, let's talk about it. Like, all right, I'll play it. And I was like, all right, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was what? I think it took me two hours and like 20 minutes to beat it. Uh, but well worth it. It was, what, 15, 10 bucks or something? Nice. It's very worth it, for sure. Yeah, I agree. Super worthwhile experience. Yeah. Um, I think that's really all I have. Did you have anything else? I'm good. All right. We've got a little bit of listener feedback. Um, first, we've got Nikki on Twitter says, absolutely amazing game, such deep topics and great and pretty graphics. Just like, wow, everyone should go and check it out. And even though I like it, the game so much, I don't exactly know what to say except that I love it. Also, it's so cool that it's made in Germany. Heck yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I did think... not know that. Yeah. Pretty cool. Um. That's a good question. I don't know how many games we've played that aren't uh, from the United States. Yeah, or maybe... Um, or maybe like UK or something. UK like. Or, I mean, Nintendo's. Oh, that's a good point. Japan. I guess that those are all Japan. Yeah, so I, I, I guess that's probably, probably mostly United States, Japan, mm-hmm. and UK games we've maybe played. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to look into that. I want to know now. You should get like a, like a map of the world all the countries and put like pins in it for how many games you play from that country <laughs> sure there's a ton in america but yeah i'm sure most of them are. but no we should cool. we yeah. should look in, we'll look into that um, That'd be really cool. i there's probably some that we played from other places oh, but I'm i don't sure. i don't know for sure though so we'll have to look into it well especially with any games if it's made by a guy or, or a girl like or a couple yep they could be you know anywhere and just make a game you know it's right. to be part of some studio which is pretty cool yeah, definitely. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Acidic Ace on Twitter says, I liked it. Learned ter- a lot in terms of gameplay, story, and overall look. It felt very unique and had a uh, good theme. I do feel, however, the voice lines and acting were a- off a lot of times, and the game would have been stronger without text at all, building solely on the visuals. Interesting. Yeah, I don't remember. Oh, no, I do remember one point. I forget when it was in the game that I felt like the voices didn't match with the intensity of the situation at hand. And I forget mm-hmm. what point it was, but there was one point in particular. I was like, eh, it seemed a little like, I don't know. Maybe it was Sonny when he was talking. Oh. Uh, but I can't remember. It, there was one point I was like, eh. But I overlooked it pretty quickly and sure. didn't care. No, that's that's fair. I That'd be interesting if, if this game didn't have dialogue at all. Mm-hmm. I... Because said it would be stronger without text at all. Well, was there subtitles? Is that what he meant? I I think that they mean like oh like, like if no it's just talking. experience. Journey doesn't have words in it. Yeah. So that that was and you get what's happening. Yeah, reasonably. I mean, it's it's a little more. I I would say well, but I think this with the words. Um, I think sold. I think we, I think this game need needed the voice acting or or the dialogue. I think that... Yeah, I don't know how you'd ex- really explain 
like the parents relationship without text I mean you could maybe do it or like what happened to Sonny how would you explain that yeah I think it'd be a little harder maybe you could pull it off but um, I think you'd have a lot more vague ideas of who the people were and what happened with them yeah and also if it's based on the creator's experiences yeah like they're they're trying to tell a specific story yeah but I I do think the idea of being in this world without words uh-huh. would be pretty interesting. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm interested in that concept. Yeah. But I think that the things the story took, I think we probably needed words to get there mm-hmm. in this case. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad there was voice acting, even if at a point or two it was kind of maybe missing the feel sure. of, the, of the scene at hand or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, last up, we got Maddie on Twitter said, I very much enjoyed it. Uh, me too. <laughs> there we go. Three, three positives. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So quality game. Um, yeah. If you've listened to this, but you still want to play it or haven't played it, like I would go do it. Mm-hmm. Um, like Jordan said, it does. Go, he got it pretty cheap. I think I got mine for $5 on yeah. a sale one time that PlayStation did. So mm-hmm. again, I'd watch for it. I think it's worth it. I think also if you have like. Um, whatever EA's version of Game Pass is. You can sign up for a free trial for like a week or two and you can play this game for uh, free and then cancel it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's on there though since it's among the EA games. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, worthwhile for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that is our episode. Um, if you'd like to talk with us, you can on Twitter at StoryEverPod. Our website's thegreateststoryeverplayed.com. Uh, it has a backlog of all of our episodes on there or wherever you get podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever. Um, If you'd like to support the podcast financially, uh, you can do that at patreon.com slash the greatest story ever played. There for as little as a dollar per month, that can get you access to a monthly bonus episode we do. Uh, So we've done things like uh, our favorite games in childhood, our favorite Pokemon, um, yeah, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Also things that aren't video games. We talked about The Mandalorian, uh, season one. So, yeah, stuff like that. Um, If that interests you, that is there. Um, If you'd want to support the podcast but can't financially, that's cool. Um, If you'd want to rate us on Apple Podcast, uh, that would mean a lot. I think, again, just being able to get to share games with more people. um, It's really one of the coolest parts about doing this, for sure, um, is getting to play games we wouldn't have probably played and getting to share them with people who we wouldn't otherwise get to. So, um, yeah. We'd really appreciate that. Um, And yeah, that's our episode and we'll see you next time. See ya.